0: God bless you. It's a joy to come into your homes. And if you're ever in our area, please stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you, we'll make it feel right at home. I'd like to start with something funny. And I heard about this elderly couple that had been married for over 60 years. They were at a church function and somebody asked them the secret of their success. The man told how he always treated his wife with respect and how he took her on trips around the world. He said, in fact, for our 25th wedding anniversary, I took her to Beijing, China. Everybody politely applauded. Then somebody asked, what'd you do for your 50th wedding anniversary? He said, I went back and picked her up. (laughs) (laughs) Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about a surge is coming. Watching the news reports about the recent hurricanes, even more than the high winds, the experts talked about the storm surge. They were very concerned about how the water was going to come rushing out of its banks, and flood areas that were normally dry. And what's interesting is before the storm surge, the water is pulled back. It doesn't just start from where it was and then go forward. The winds, the pressure from the storm causes the water to recede from its banks. They showed a picture in Florida of hundreds of yards of dry ground where there was normally ocean. Looked very strange. You could see the lifeguard stands, the docks, but the water was missing. You could think the experts must have been wrong. The water didn't surge. It didn't increase, it decreased. But at some point, just like they predicted, the water came rushing back with incredible force going where it had never gone. In the same way, God has a storm surge, but it's a good thing. When you go through a storm, you feel like you're being pulled back. You know what God promised, that he would use it for your good. You know what's been predicted, but in the storm, you're going the wrong way. You're being decreased. It's not like what he said. But what you can't see is a surge is coming. A surge of favor, a surge of strength, a surge of healing. If you will stay in faith, God will always follow up the storm with a surge. The enemy doesn't have the last word, God does. That difficulty is not going to leave you pulled back. It's not going to leave you less than, it's going to surge you ahead. That opposition is not going to keep you from your destiny, it's going to propel you into a new level of your destiny. Now don't complain about the storm Without the storm, you couldn't see the surge. You wouldn't see the new level, the promotion, the new house. The storm is setting you up to go where you have not gone. When you have a big storm, that means a big surge is coming. The stronger the winds, the stronger the opposition, the stronger the surge. The more you get pulled back, the more you're going to be shot forward. The more people try to push you down, the higher you're going to go. The key is stay in faith when you're being pulled back. Keep a good attitude when you're doing the right thing, but the wrong thing is happening. Every voice will tell you it's never going to improve. You're stuck, just accept it. You'll never get well. You'll never meet the right person. The circumstances may look permanent. Don't be fooled, a surge is coming. Something is happening that you can't see The winds that are trying to stop you The forces that are so strongly against you All you can see is how it's pushing you back How it's limiting you how it's causing you to heartache What you can't see is those same winds The same opposition is creating the conditions for a surge What was meant for harm God is turning for good It's just a matter of time before you see a surge of God's favor. As much as you were pulled back, it's going to propel you that much more ahead. You're not going to just come out to where you were. That wouldn't be a surge. That would be normal. The water return, no big deal. God always makes the enemy pay for bringing the trouble. God never brings you out the same. God's idea of restoring is to bring you out increased, promoted, healthier, better relationships. You may be in a difficult time. You feel like you're being pulled back. This is not the time to get discouraged. I don't understand it. Why did this happen? No, the right attitude is, I'm coming back stronger. Father, thank you that a surge is on the way. Thank you that you're propelling me to a new level. That's what happened to us at Lakewood My father was the pastor here for 40 years. In 1999, he had a heart attack and was suddenly taken away. we were in a storm, we didn't see it coming. My father had never raised anyone up to take over the church. I felt like I was supposed to do it, but I'd only ministered one time. I was nervous and afraid, but I took that step of faith. All the critics said that Lakewood would never make it without my father. The newspaper wrote an article about all these large churches where there was a strong leader like my dad that either left or died, and they talked about how all those churches failed. One article said the worst thing that could happen is for one of the sons to take over. I thought they must have known my brother Paul. But all the circumstances said we were stuck. We had been pulled back, decreased, But when you stay in faith, the storm will always be followed with a surge. We thought if we could just maintain what my parents had built, we would be doing good. But God doesn't bring you out the same. The winds that were meant to stop us, to push us back, God shifted the winds and instead they propelled us forward. The surge brought us to the compact center. The surge increased the congregation. The same winds that were meant to stop you will be the winds God uses to propel you. The enemy meant it for harm, but God shifted the winds. The pulling back is temporary. The decrease is a sign you're about to go where you've never been. The enemy wouldn't be fighting you so hard if he didn't know there wasn't something amazing in front of you. You may be in the storm. Stay encouraged. The surge is coming. On my computer at home, I have a surge protector. So if there are spikes in the power, it won't damage my computer. And this is helpful for equipment, but too many people have a surge protector on their mind. Their thinking is keeping them from seeing a surge of God's favor. Well, I'll never get over this sickness, Joel. I've had it so long. These people at work don't like me. I'll never be promoted. My house got flooded. I'll never get ahead. Do yourself a favor. Get rid of your surge protector. Quit thinking of all the reasons it's not going to happen. The storm may be powerful, but our God is all powerful. If you will take the limits off of him, start believing for increase, talking like it's going to happen, thanking him that it's on the way, That's your faith being released. That's what allows God to show you a surge of His goodness. The scripture says, God is a very present help in trouble. And we know that God is always with us, but this infers in times of difficulty, God is very present. You will never see the fullness of who God is if you're in the light all the time. It's in the darkness God is most present in the difficulties, in the storms. You may not see what he's doing, may not feel like he's there. This is what faith is all about. You have to say, God, I don't understand it. I feel like I'm being pulled back, but God, I know you're right here with me. I believe you're fighting my battles. I believe you're bigger than this sickness. I believe a surge of your goodness is coming my way. The psalmist said, when darkness overtakes the righteous, light will come bursting in. It's not going to happen gradually. When you've been overcome by darkness, by negative medical report, by people trying to stop you, it's going to happen suddenly. Suddenly a surge of favor. Suddenly a surge of healing. You didn't see it coming. One moment you were struggling, trying to get back on your feet, and suddenly one contract. One promotion, one good break, and you have more than enough. One moment, you were discouraged. You didn't see how it could work out. And suddenly, the right people showed up. Suddenly, things changed in your favor. What happened? The light came bursting in. You may have a lot coming against you, forces trying to stop you. God is saying, you've been pulled back long enough. It's time for your surge. God is about to propel you into a new level. He's going to propel you out of sickness into good health, propel you out of lack into abundance, propel you out of injustice into honor, influence, new opportunities. Get ready. The surge is coming. In the scripture, Job saw this surge. Everything was going great. Life was good. When the bottom fell out, he faced a huge storm. He lost his business lost his family, lost his health. He had boils all over his body, was very painful. And what's interesting is Job was a good man. He honored God. He lived a life of excellence and integrity. I wish I could tell you, if you did all the right things, you wouldn't have any storms, but that's not the truth. Storms come to every person. The good news is for every storm, God has a surge. And we don't like the storms, but God uses difficulties to push us to a new level. He won't let you go through something that he can't bring good out of it. And the reason we don't see the good all the time is we get negative, bitter. God, I was doing the right thing. Why did I come down with this illness? Why did my child get off course? Why did these people turn on me? We're never going to understand why. God's ways are not our ways. But if you will stay in faith, that storm is not going to leave you pulled back. It's going to propel you ahead. When Job's wife saw everything he was going through, how unfair it was, she said, Job, just curse God and die. She was saying, in effect, Job, you're a good man. You've done the right thing. And this is what happens. It's easy to make a judgment based on one season of your life because of one storm one divorce one betrayal one bad break it's easy to lose our passion give up on our dreams live bitter but what you're going through is not permanent it's just a season weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning every person goes through night seasons discouraging seasons Unfair seasons if you were never pulled back you couldn't be shot ahead You have to remind yourself. It's just a season. It's not the rest of your life Don't make a judgment based on something. That's temporary The storm may be difficult, but the surge is coming the new relationship the new opportunities the new beginnings God wouldn't be pulling you back if he wasn't about to propel you forward And in one sense, Job had a good reason to be negative, discouraged. Nobody would have faulted him. But in chapter 10, Job said, God, I know you have granted me favor. In the middle of the difficulty, he wasn't complaining. He wasn't bitter. He was saying, I know favor is coming. I may be pulled back now, but I know my surge is on the way. He didn't make a judgment Based on one storm He knew that was a chapter In his life not the whole book The scripture talks about How God has written every Day of our life in his book When we go through Things we don't understand Things that are not fair It's easy to get stuck on that page And think that's the way it's always Going to be but can I Encourage you that's just a Chapter that's not your Whole book You have to turn the page. If you'll keep moving forward, being your best in spite of what didn't work out, in spite of how unfair it was, you will come to another chapter, a chapter that has a surge already lined up, a sudden increase of God's favor, a chapter where the light comes bursting in, a chapter where the God who is very present help in trouble doesn't just show up, but he shows out. He does more than you can imagine. One day you'll look back and say, God, I didn't like it. The storm was difficult, but without the storm, I wouldn't have seen the surge. I wouldn't have seen the new beginning, the new levels, the new relationships. God didn't just bring Job out. He made the enemy pay. Job came out with twice what he had before the opposition. He had twice the cattle, twice the sheep, Twice the joy, twice the strength. He got his health back. The scripture says, after this, Job lived 140 years and enjoyed his great-great-grandchildren. Notice, after the storm, he came out with double and he went on to live a long, healthy, faith-filled life. But when we think of Job, many times we think he got a bad book. He got a raw deal. He had to endure all that suffering. The truth is, it wasn't his whole life. Commentaries say it was a nine-month period. We hear all about the suffering of Job. It was less than a year. It was a season. Are you judging the rest of your life by a storm that you're in now? Have a new perspective. This too shall pass. God is still on the throne. When you come out... You're not going to come out the same. Dare to believe like Job. You're going to come out with double. Double the joy, double the strength, double the peace, double the resources, double the influence. Zachariah said, if you'll be a prisoner of hope, God will restore double back to you. That's talking about the surge coming out of the storm, increased to a new level. But here's the key. Job said in chapter 10, I know God's granted me favor, but he didn't see things turn around until chapter 42. It would have been easy to say he had favor after he received double, after his health was restored, but in the middle of the storm, when he could have been complaining, Job was declaring the favor of God. What you're saying in the storm will determine whether you come out of the storm if you're talking about how bad life is treating you, how I can't believe this happened, you are delaying your surge. Your words can limit your life or they can increase your life. They can curse your future or they can bless your future. Don't talk about how big the problem is. Talk about how big your God is. Do like Job. In the middle of the difficulty, Lord, thank you that favor is coming. Thank you that health is on the way. Thinking that abundance, promotion, vindication is in my future. In sickness, you need to talk about health. In weakness, talk about strength. In lack, talk about abundance. If you have a poor mouth, you're going to have a poor life. If you have a defeated mouth, you're going to live a defeated, mediocre life. But if you'll have a victorious mouth, a faith-filled mouth, then you will live a blessed, abundant, faith-filled life in the middle of the storm, dare to declare, I am blessed. I am healthy. I am strong. I am an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror. You are prophesying your future. Make sure what you're saying is what you want. David had all kinds of things come against him. Armies, people, his own family. He said in Psalm 3, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? He was saying, God, I'm surrounded by enemies. I'm in this storm. If he would have stopped there, he would have gotten stuck. He went on to say, but you, O Lord, are a shield unto me. He was saying, God, I'm surrounded by enemies, but I know you're bigger, you're stronger. If you be for me, who dare be against me? Don't cancel out your surge with negative words. Get in agreement with God all through the day. Lord, thank you that favor is coming. Thank you that double is on the way. Thank you that you are a shield unto me. First Samuel chapter 30, David was 30 years old. He was anointed to be king at 17, but because Saul was so jealous of him, for the last few years, he had been living in a city called Ziglag. One day he and his 600 men were returning home from protecting the borders of Israel. It was a three-day journey. They were excited to see their children, their family again. But when they got close to Ziglag, they noticed smoke billowing in the air. They were alarmed, thinking, that looks like it could be near our city. As they got closer, their alarm turned to panic. They could see their city was on fire. Raiders had come in burned down their houses, stolen their possessions, kidnapped their wives and children. It was the greatest defeat that David ever suffered. They were so distraught, the scripture says, they wept until they could not weep anymore. When a storm hits, knocks the wind out of us, there's nothing wrong with weeping. When you weep, you're not weak, you are human. You don't have to be strong all the time. Even Jesus wept when he heard his friend Lazarus had died. David was this skilled warrior, strong, courageous. But when he saw all the destruction, he was so overcome that he wept. The scripture says that God collects all of our tears. He sees the heartache, the hurts, the disappointments. Psalm 84 says he will take those tears and turn them into pools of refreshing to refresh you. And just when David didn't think it could get any worse, his men were so upset, they talked about stoning him. This could have been the end of David's story. He could have become bitter and faded off into the sunset, but David understood this principle. He knew the same God that allowed the storm had a surge already lined up. He knew the setback was a setup for God to take him where he had never been. David didn't have anybody to encourage him. He couldn't turn on the television, couldn't listen to a podcast, couldn't find the nearest church, temple. Everybody around him was complaining, negative. When he looked at the circumstances smoke, ashes, ruins that was depressing. What did David do? The scripture says he encouraged himself in the Lord his God. There will be times you can't find a friend to cheer you up. Your spouse is in a bad mood. Lakewood is closed because of Hurricane Harvey. You're going to have to do what David did and encourage yourself in the Lord your God. God, I know you're still on the throne. You haven't brought me this far to leave me. God, you've done it in the past. I know you'll do it again. David said, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. I don't know. Maybe he wrote that sitting in the ruins of Ziglag. Maybe he was telling himself, I'm not going to magnify what I lost. I'm not going to dwell on what was unfair. I'm not going to sit around thinking about what didn't work out. I'm going to magnify the Lord. I'm going to make my God bigger. I'm going to talk about His greatness. The bigger you make God, the smaller your problems become and the more faith rises in your heart. When the enemy hits you with his best shot, his best will never be enough. He may knock you down, but he can't knock you out. God has you in the palm of His hand. The scripture says, a good person may fall seven times but the Lord will raise them up. You may be down, but get ready. The Lord, the creator of the universe, the most high God is going to raise you up. The storm may have been unfair, but the surge is going to make up for it. Where God is taking you is going to pay you back for what the enemy tried to do. David got his fire back. He asked God if he should attack the enemy. God said, yes, pursue them for you will surely overtake them and recover all. You may have lost some things. The storm, the betrayal, the difficulty has set you back. God is saying to you what he said to David. You're going to recover all. You're not going to come out decreased. You're going to come out better. David and his men attacked the enemy. They defeated them. The scripture says, David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his two wives. Notice a double portion, two wives. (laughs) That's Old Testament men, don't even go there. (laughs) They not only got all their possessions back, they got their wives and children, but David took the flocks and herds that belonged to the Amalekites. They came out better. That would be reason enough to celebrate. But God likes to do more than we can ask or think. The same day David and his men were recovering what was stolen, King Saul was killed in a battle. That day, David not only experienced one of his greatest victories, but he was made king of Israel. This all happened 72 hours after David suffered his greatest attack. The storm was devastating. It pulled them way back. That meant the surge was going to be equally as strong in the other direction. When you have a big storm, get ready for a big surge. It may look difficult. You don't see how it could work out. You don't know what God is up to. Like David, you may be 72 hours from your greatest victory. Stir your faith up. Encourage yourself. A surge is coming. A surge of favor. A surge of increase. A surge of healing. I believe and declare the light is about to come bursting in. Like Job, you're going to come out with double. Like David, you're going to recover all. That setback is setting you up to surge into the fullness of your destiny. In Jesus' name. If you receive it, can you say amen? I'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say Lord Jesus. I repent of my sins, come into my heart, I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church and keep God first place. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today.